0: The first episode of Trail Talk SA for 2014. Happy New Year to you from myself, Brad Brown. Thank you for joining me this week. And a pretty cool show lined up for you before I get into that, though. Just want to say thanks for all the support in 2013. We really do appreciate it. We also are aware we have had one or two little issues with our iTunes listing. Just so that you do know, uh, we have got Apple, the engineers uh, at Apple, on top of it. And hopefully, uh, I've got fingers crossed i will have it sorted shortly. We have come Uh, across what the problem was, and now we just need to sort it out. So they are working on it, and hopefully it will be sorted soon, that the subscriptions on iTunes will be sorted out. Uh, On this week's show, I caught up with Graham Bird. Uh, There's a new trail race uh, that's been added to the South African Trail Calendar. In 2014, it's called the Whale of Trail. Uh, Find out a little bit more about that. It sounds like a a pretty cool race. And then I also touch base with Dave Else, uh, the Barefoot Runner. Barefoot Dave, he has got uh, an online store called the Barefoot Runner, where you can buy minimalist shoes online here in SA. Pretty good deals as well. Find out about the store, also a little bit about Minimalist Running from Dave on on the show. And then I also touched base with Robin Hyde from Modern Athlete. There is a new Modern Athlete available right now, and there's some fabulous features on trail running uh, for you in this month's magazine. So check it out. As always, as well, please be in touch. The email address is podcast at trailtalksa.coza. You can also tweet us at trailtalksa or pop us a message on our Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash trailtalksa. Without further ado, let's get straight into this week's show. there's a couple of trail races that follow well-known hiking paths here in South Africa. And there's another one that's been added to the South African trail running circuit. That's a brand new race. It's called the whale of trail. It takes place on the 10th of May this year and entries have just opened. And it's awesome to welcome the organizers on the show from mountain run events, Graham bird. Graham, thanks for chatting to us today on trail talk. SA. it's good to catch up.
1: Hi,
2: Bert. How you doing? Yeah. We we're very excited about uh, this new run and uh, really looking forward to putting it on
0: for the trail runners out there. Yeah, I mean, you, Graham, we so I mean I always say it, we're so blessed for choice here in South Africa. It almost we, we almost there's too much. You you get that ADD thing going where you go, oh I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. Uh, another one that's been added to the calendar. Tell us a little bit about uh, the Whale of Trail. Where is it, and and what can people expect?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, similar to, you know, the Otter Trail and, uh, you know, which is put on to, to one of South Africa's, uh, iconic hiking trails. Uh, we've been, uh, negotiating with, uh, Cape Nature for the last year and a half to try and open up the Whale Trail, which is probably the second most iconic uh, hiking trail in the country. And, you know, obviously finally in November, we got the permission through from Cape Nature and they hugely excited about, uh, about this event being staged as well in, in one of their, Sort of flagship reserves, uh, the Work Nature Reserve, which is on the um, in the Overberg region, region, on the sort of the southern, uh, how do I say, southeastern coast of uh, just off uh, Cape Town, down um, near the the breda River mouth, and uh, it's, a, it's a 50 kilometer route uh, that winds through the nature reserve, and uh, 20 25 k's is in the mountains, in the Thamboos Mountains, with spectacular views and. 25Ks is uh, is along the beach, um, beachfronts, sort of dunes, cliffs, uh, rock pools, uh, you know, white beaches. Uh, so, you know, all in all, it's got a great variety and it's not just a simple case of running beaches or running mountains. It's got a mixture of the whole lot.
0: Yeah, I have to say, Graham, that sounds horrible. <laughs>
2: yeah, we uh I mean, we we hugely excited. I mean, this, you know, everything you hear about the whale trail is just spectacular and, Obviously because it's the first year Cape Nature, you know, and it's a hiking trail that's, that's out in the market. So they, they having to shut down the trail for, for seven days for us. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's just going to be spectacular. We, we, we're getting on the route in about a week's time to start doing our reckeys and we're looking forward to actually getting out and seeing it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a magnificent part of our country. And, and I mean, I'm I'm sort of up north. so I don't get to hang out close to the coast often. But when I do get down there, there's just something about the sea and, and running really close to the sea as well. And also mountains for that fact. So uh, it sounds like it's going to be amazing. I mentioned that it's happening in May 50 kilometers. Just a, a quick one, Graham on, on that hiking trail itself. How long would it take you normally to hike the thing if you were just hiking at a normal sort of pace?
1: The the normal
2: they they Cape Nature offers of hiking trail is a five day hiking trail. Um, they've got uh, four overnight huts along the route. So obviously, it's done roughly, you know, on average, ten uh, k's a day as as hikers. And obviously, the average hiker is probably going in and doing that in four to eight hours, depending on the you know the capability of the hikers and and how how scenic they're taking their hike. Um. We we're anticipating that uh, the winners on this race will probably do around about five hours. Obviously, being the first year, we don't have any sort of benchmark times. Um, it is going to be 50 kilometers, which is slightly longer than say a, a, you know the Otto, but we have quite a lot of uh, quite a substantial decrease in the amount of climbing. Um, I think we've only got about 1500 meters of climbing over the full 50 kilometer course. So hence we st- we, we think it will still be a relatively quick time. Um, for the winners, you know around about five hours our plan as well obviously is 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 not to have any Any sort of cut-offs or any um, You know you have to finish in this sort of time We we want to try and get every person who enters the race across the line and finished and give them a medal So obviously, you know We're going to have to have one or two cutoffs along the route to make sure people are not finishing the dark for safety reasons but our intention is to be starting at first light Getting everyone through and trying to get everyone onto that, that finish line and, and through the race by by the time the sort of uh, the sun goes down.
0: And as as far as field size, uh, what what are you anticipating?
2: This uh, this first year, obviously, with Cape Nature opening up the trail, they you know they need to go through all their environmental impact uh, assessments once the race has been done to see you know what effect it's had on the trail. So this year they've only given us a, a limited number of 150 runners. So for this first year, we're, we're only allowed that amount onto the onto the trail. Obviously, after the race, ourselves together with Cape Nature and together with the environmental officers will do the necessary studies and impact uh, studies and, and and see what sort of effect it's had. And hopefully next year they increase the numbers. Maybe they give us two races if the market, obviously the trail runners out there are are in demand for the race. Then you know hopefully we're going to be able to to, to increase it and put. More numbers on the on the on the route next year, and also possibly next year we might be able to look at other dates, uh, you know, depending on uh, on how Cape Nature you know feel it goes this year. So, okay. You know, again, exciting for everyone, and uh, you know, a, a big look see this year. But I, I think this first year is still going to be hugely popular. It's just just like you say, one of those regions and and one of those things we've we've got to go and do.
0: Looking at the the sort of race itself, uh, are you going to be doing the same sort of thing that they do at the Otter, where they have the prologue and then runners will be seated, or are you going to have a mass start?
1: No, we,
2: we we're planning on a mass start, uh, definitely for this year, and possibly, hopefully, you know, we'll look to try and keep that sort of format. Where we're lucky is uh, at the start venue at Potberg, we do have the ability to do a one, two, three, whatever sort of loop we decide um, on, sort of district road or on. Um, You know, sort of wide jeep tracks. Uh, So we can start the mass field together. We can then run X amount of kilometers. We're still debating exactly how many to split the field out before they actually then head into the single track um, and need to, you know, it need to be more in the single file. Um, So we, we, we're not uh, planning on doing any sort of prologues at this stage um, or definitely not for the first year. You know, we, what we try to also do for this race is actually limit the administration and the, the, the logistical aspects of a race and try to make it as easy as it can be for the trail runners entering, be it the trail runner coming from Joburg or outside of Cape, you know, Cape Town or for the Cape Town guys. You know, we want the guys to arrive at Duhurp by, you know, by the latest sort of 6.37 on the Friday evening. We do a, a very quick briefing. The guys go and sleep. The next morning we transfer them into the start and then back to the finish. And, if so be, if someone doesn't want to stay for prize giving, they can be back in Cape Town by 7 o'clock on Saturday evening. Uh, so we're trying to, you know, limit that whole three days, four days away from home or work and try and make it uh, more a sort of a compact event, but also a spectacular
0: event. It sounds, it sounds awesome. Graham. just as far as the entry process goes, entries have just opened. If, if people want to enter, how do they go about it? What What's the sort of process, entry fees and that sort of thing?
2: We're running the entry straight off our, um, our website, whaleoftrail.co.za. Well and obviously once the people have entered, they'll need to deposit money. Um, and once obviously the, 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 the entry fee is received, it will be, uh, your entry will be confirmed. And at this stage, um, obviously for this year, the entry fee is 1,950 Rand. And for that, we're including obviously the fantastic trail, all the safety aspects and all the, the stuff that goes, you know, goes with organizing a trail race. And then on top of that, we're obviously doing a a, a fairly uh, substantial meal on the Friday night as part of the briefing at the Hope collection, which is also, you know, one of the top sort of reserve hotels around. And on the Saturday night, we'll do a, a prize-giving dinner, as well as offering um sort of food at the finish zone for for all the runners who, who cross the line. And, you know, included in there will also be the transfers. As I mentioned, the start venue is not going to be where we're doing the race uh, Set up in the race village and, and stuff, as well as where the accommodation is based. So all of that included, you know, it comes out at the entry fee of 1,950 oh. rand. And as mentioned, Cape Nature, because it's a five day commercial hiking trail, which is, which is full, you know, predominantly the whole year, they've had to shut it down for, for the six days for us to run this trail. So and obviously we've got a substantial fee that has to go to Cape Nature in order for us to be, be on the trail.
0: Okay. Graham. What, what I'll do is I'll put the link to, to that website on our site as well, so if people want to link straight through and, and find out more about it and enter, they can. But uh, there, there are obviously lots of sort of trail event organizers springing up everywhere. Just to give uh, people some, some peace of mind, you guys aren't new at this. You've been around for a while. What are some of the other events that you organize?
2: Yeah, we've been around doing trail running for uh, the actual events, sort of organizing now as Mountain Runner for the South. the our fourth year. Um our other sort of flagship events is the, the Hobbit, uh, the Male Hobbit Trail Run in, uh, in Hogsback, uh, two day, 100 kilometer run. And then obviously we've got some one day events which are sort of associated with that. Another one of our, our flagship events is the Otanikwa Traverse in, in George, which is the one day, uh, 38 kilometer route. And that, that route has actually been given the South African Championships for this year. So in June, we'll be hosting this, the, the South African Champs on that, where they're going to be selecting the team for championships. We then run a couple of small series around the country, um, you know, Cape Town, the Cape Town Night Series, um, you know, is, was a big hit last year and we, are moving that to Joburg and to, to Durban this year and a couple of small one day races in, in Joburg. So we have been around and obviously myself and Tatum, my partner have been around and competing in events for 20 years. So, you know, hopefully we've taken what we've learned and, and what we enjoy out of races and, and putting them into how we organize, you know, it's, I don't believe race organisers should all be copying and all be the same as everyone else. We must all bring our own unique thing to the, to the party, and hopefully, mountain runner, you know, we bring our unique uh, brand of event organising to our races, and you know, hopefully, it's what people enjoy.
0: It sounds it sounds awesome, and and yeah, you don't just uh, talk the talk; you actually walk the walk as well. You, you're an athlete and a, and a pretty decent one at that. You, you've just got back from a, a pretty interesting race in Costa Rica. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, we, uh, well, both myself and Tatum are obviously part of the Merrill Adventure Addicts, uh, uh, uh an adventure racing team. And we compete, uh, obviously around the country in, uh, the big adventure races that we have here, as well as, uh, uh, going overseas once a year to compete in a big major international race. And last year we were at, uh, well, myself, I went Tatum, I sat that one up, but we, we did the adventure racing world championships in Costa Rica, which was a, Seven, no, I can't remember actually, 750 or 800-kilometer adventure race. And it took us uh, seven and a half days to finish, 180 hours with 13-hour uh, sleep. So it was uh, quite an adventure and a, a stunning race, uh, you know, to boot. And we managed to get a fifth place out of 65 teams at the World Championships, which we were over the moon, uh, over the moon with.
0: I'm sure. I mean, the distance is, is quite daunting, but I like my sleep too much, man. 100, How many? 180 hours? You had 13 hours of sleep in there?
2: Yeah, we did. Uh, give or take uh, 13 hours. There were a couple of times where I fell asleep in the boat, or not at all on the bicycle, or not at all are walking. But uh, we we lay down for 13 hours over, over those seven and a half days. Which, yeah, it's, it's a small amount, but funny funny enough, uh, when you're actually in a race like that, you manage and somehow you just can keep going. Um, you know, when I sit at home now and do my normal working, I, if I don't get six, seven, eight hours sleep a night, I'm a zombie the next day. Somehow in the adventure race, when you start, your mind or your body just takes over and you somehow manage to do it. And it's something we've always enjoyed and it's pushing our mind and our bodies to the limits and we love it and uh, just getting outside. And it's something that we also try to, you know, put across in our races. Obviously not the sleep and the the, the toughness, but we just like to see people getting outside and enjoying our magnificent countryside and uh, as you alluded to at the beginning of your you know your opening statements there is so much to do in this country and there's so many beautiful places to go and do events and go and do trail runs and you know we're not yet to to push to other trail runs or other trail runners organisers out the way we want to we think the more the better you know the more trail runs for everyone to get outside and, and do stuff the, the better and uh, it's just great to see people out there out there doing it and enjoying this wonderful country.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Graham. I mean, that's, that's... Partly the reason why we started Trail Talk SA as well. Obviously, the more people who get exposed to the sport, and, and in particular here in South Africa, I think I mean, there are a couple of other places in the world where, where they've got amazing climate and amazing landscape, but uh, South Africa's up there. I mean, we, we are so, so lucky, and I don't think people realize that if you're in this sort of fraternity, you do, but I think the general public don't realize how lucky we are in this country. We've just got so much wide-open space. The weather's conducive to being outside, and, and we are truly, truly lucky to, to live in a place like this.
2: Yeah, no, I second that hundred percent. We are we've we've been very fortunate over twenty years to have traveled a lot overseas to do the races and I still, you know, ultimately prefer being here. And there's still there's still places in this country I haven't even been to and races I haven't even gone and done and I still my bucket list is huge just for the races in this country. So there's so much and there's so much variety for people to do. Um, you know be it, uh, being doing the wild trial this year and doing, you know, a wild run next year or doing, uh, you know, that's what we're hoping, you know, we just want to, there's just so much to do and get people out there and go and have a look at them all, experience this country, look at it, there's so much to do.
0: That's it. Uh, The website address once again is whaleoftrail.co.za. If you want to find out more about that race, get your entry. It's taking place on the 10th of May, 2014. Uh, Graham Bird from Mountain Runner, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about it, and uh, all the best for your exploits in 2014. Thanks a lot, Graham. Awesome, Graham. That was superb. Thank you. One of the big trends in running uh, over the last couple of years has been going towards uh, a minimalist style of running. And it's great to be able to welcome Dave Else onto the show today. Dave, uh, good to catch up once again. How's it going, mate? Are you well?
1: Yeah, yeah, good, thanks, Brad,
0: yourself? Yeah, not too shabby, not too shabby, thanks. Dave, this is the first time we, we're actually chatting to you on Trail Talk SA. The last time we touched base was on Run Talk SA, one of our sister podcasts, but I wanted to, to chat to you a little bit about uh, minimalist running when it comes to trail running in particular, but also about a cool project that you've got going at the moment. Uh, you've started a bit of an online store when it comes to, to minimalist running in, in SA. Tell us Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, oh, Brad, that's right. I, I started the Barefoot Runner. Um, it's, it's completely online. Um, so I'm saving you on the hassle of going to shops. So you can spend more time running the trails. And e- essentially, I, um, I I do still have a full-time job that I need to attend to. And this kind of half runs in the background where I'm more passionate about this than I am for my full-time job. Um, I want to get out of the corporate environment so I suppose this is my my first step towards that and I wanted a a niche product that nobody else is offering in the country and I got hold of Luna Sanders who are based in Seattle in the States and we took it from there and um, thanks to my relationship with five fingers I essentially offer a minimalist running variety
0: Dave, tell us a little bit about the the actual, how, how big sort of barefoot is in, in the country at the moment.
1: Brad, you know, it's a difficult one to say. I, I still think it's always going to be sort of a subculture, if you will. You're never going to break away from mainstream running shoes. Guys are too comfortable wearing cushioned shoes. But there is a big following of, of minimalist running, and I, I think it's kind of plateaued. there after Born to Run was released and there was a massive hype, people got all crazy about it. I think that's all settled down. And it's, it's really the guys that have now sort of found it to me and are enjoying it. And there are still a few people who convert here and there. But uh, my honest opinion is, is that it's sort of settled and, and we've got a steady following. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, David, it's quite an interesting one because, uh, I mean, you mentioned Born to Run, and, and that was a, a book that sort of piqued my interest in it as well, uh, and and it's almost like people think, oh, barefoot running is the way to go, so they, they throw away their running shoes and then they head out barefoot and, and nine times out of ten they get injured and they go, oh, barefoot running is their nonsense uh, a couple of weeks later. But it's it's you almost need to train yourself to run again from, from scratch because it's a different a different style of running. You're using different a different almost I don't want to say biomechanics, but essentially that's what it is.
1: Yes, look, I, I I've kind of stopped referring to as a minimalist or barefoot running, and I prefer to call it natural running because like you just touched on, we, we now use the, the correct biomechanics that uh, we're just supposed to use. It's the the body's natural suspension system, if you will. And running with a heel strike is honestly not the correct way of doing it. We've just become more accustomed to it because that's what has been sold to us for so long. Um, But if people are willing to just take a step back, to take a step forward, then relearning to run the correct way is, is certainly going to be beneficial.
0: But it's, it's also, I mean, runners are, are a funny breed. They, they, I mean, at the best of times, when runners are injured, they want to keep on running. But, uh, I mean, almost to say to someone, like you say, you've got to go a step back to go a step forward. You, you really need to start slowly if, if this is something you want to do.
1: You do. And it's not to say that, you have to stop running. Um, you could integrate this into your current running regime. Um, it is such a slow start where your first outings will only be three to four kilometers once a week. Um, so if you have a rest day and you're prepared to put a little bit of extra work in trying to do something, that even if you're not going to use all the time, it will still benefit your normal running. Yeah, but depending if- on that, Yep.
0: It's interesting you say that. I can't remember who it was that told me. I was chatting to them about getting going and how to do it, and they made the suggestion. I mean, you saying doing it once a week. They made the suggestion of going out in in the uh, in in your minimalist, whether it be Vibrams, whatever it is that you, you've chosen to run in. Uh, and have your your sort of traditional shoes that you had been running in, leave them at home. So you basically, to start off, you run a kilometer in the minimalist, you head back home, swap shoes quickly, then you head out for the rest of your run. And every week, just increase that little bit that you're doing in the minimalist stuff until you end up doing more in the minimalist than in your your traditional sort of heel strike shoes. That's an
1: interesting way of putting it. Well, what I used to say as well is, you know, the minimalist shoes are so light that you could head out your door in your conventional shoes, and when you are that say kilometre or two kilometres from your door again, put your minimalist shoes on, hold your running shoes in your hand, and finish your run. The, the emphasis really is to concentrate on on that foot strike, to make sure that you're not heel striking anymore. Um, and to to do that, you really need to have strong supporting muscles. I mean, the, these are the, the tendons, ligaments in your feet. Your Achilles tendon, your calf muscles, your hamstrings and your glutes, they all need to be a lot stronger than what they are now.
0: Yeah, and and they don't get strong overnight. I mean, it's a a, a long process to get them to where they should be to avoid injury and and get you working the way they should. But Dave, as far as as barefoot on trail goes, I mean, is is there a major difference to to running barefoot on on the road or is it better to run barefoot trail? Um, Look, it is.
1: A little bit more difficult on trail, but in saying that, people tend to have a, a four-foot strike on trail anyway because of the amount of timing that you do. You you, you have very little heel strike. The problem with minimalist running on trail comes in with the technical terrain um, comes into play and also your defense, where a lot of guys rely on that nice fat cushion you have in a shoe to absorb one of the shock from rocks or roots that, you, that you're striking while you're descending. You don't have that luxury in a minimalist footwear. It, it's a lot thinner and, and there's no give. Your, your body is taking all that impact and landing on the wrong, uh, on the wrong stone can really hurt your foot.
0: Yeah, especially if you've been in in shoes your whole life and and you you don't have the the tough toughened soles. I mean, I stand on on my kid's Lego man, and it's through the roof. So I can imagine what it's like when you're running downhill and uh, and, and stand on a stone in, in in the wrong sort of place.
1: That's right. But again, Brad, it all comes down to You know, I mean, the same thing you said for for road running. I, if if I go out and I run on the road and it's a perfectly Smooth flat piece of tar, and there's one little stone out of this, and I happen to land on this. That hurts more than landing on a, a fair amount of stones where they spread and kind of disperse underneath your weight. Does that make sense to
0: you? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 with my luck, if there's one stone on, I'll find it. That's uh, <laughs> it's got my name on it. There's no doubt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <good. laughs>
0: Dave, let's talk about the the online store. If, if people are looking for for shoes and and maybe they want to go that route, or maybe they've gone that route already and they're looking for for a place to buy to buy minimalist shoes from, tell us a little bit about the website. What sort of lines do you stock, and and uh, and and what's the sort of turnaround time from order? Yeah, look, the
1: the website address is is very easy. It, it's www.thebarefootrunner.co.za dot um, it, dot with just Five Fingers and Luna Sandals. I've now got Innovate on, on board as well. Um, we also have the Injinji Top Range, which is a um, sort of global agreement with the Five Fingers and Injinji would be the partner sock. Um, so the a toe sock, obviously. And I'm, I'm quite excited. I'm waiting for it to pass through customs, but I've just imported a new product called Soul Armor. Which is an insert for five fingers, which uh, would be ideal for trail runners because it's a rock plate. Um, so it will absorb a lot more of the of the impact from rocks and roots. Okay, that sounds And um, so I'm quite keen for these to pass through customs like as part advertising and selling.
0: <laughs> that sounds brilliant. And then Dave you also you, you mentioned the lunar sandals. You you've given me a pair of those. Those are, are, are very interesting shoes to to run in. Talk to us about the Luna sandals.
1: Well, the, the Luna sandals, it's um, the, the main one that I brought in is called the Mono. It's twelve millimeters of Vibram rubber, so you can imagine it's incredibly durable. Um, the the lace, it, it looks like strapping, and I suppose it is a, a form of webbing. And it, again, it's very strong. Uh, and, it's hidden in the front, so that's not going to sort of wear through, and towards the back of the foot, it's, it's sort of hidden in an indentation. A lot of people are worried that that's going to wear through with, with a lot of running, but that's certainly not the case. Um, they, they will last you a very, very long time. I have a um, friend who's got a pair of lunars called lead balls He's had them for well over two years. He runs on road and on trails and his tread hardly looks worn. So they're just a magnificent product. In, anyone who's put them on and has used them has just fallen in love with them. Uh, I've also given a pair to Dion Braun from um, Trail ZA and there should be a review in there within the next month or two months.
0: All right, awesome. And Dave, tell me, what what are you running in at the moment?
1: Um, sorry, my dog's going berserk. No, no worries. Uh, a, a, a mixture of Five fingers and lunar sandals. Um, I, I, I'm not opposed to running in the conventional shoe if it's something like Innovate. Uh, I just I, I don't find any of them comfortable anymore. Uh, if, if my feet were tough enough and if I could sell bare feet, I probably would go completely better.
0: Okay and and as far as mixing it up between different sort of brands and different uh styles of shoes i mean the, the vibrams even though they are minimalist compared to the luna they they're quite different you you don't find any any sort of hiccups between switching between the two
1: not at all um in, in terms of practicality uh, it's going to be the same thing um i just find that with the, the the biggest difference is that with with the sandals your foot is completely exposed so you get a sense of being barefoot. Um but like I say, you know, the five fingers the, the functionality of the foot is is exactly the same as wearing the standing.
0: Sounds it sounds awesome. Dave, that website once again it is the barefoot if you're looking to buy some shoes online and you guys deliver pretty much right throughout South Africa? Uh
1: yes. Um I've had orders from from Sutherland, so Nothing's impossible.
0: Jeez, Sutherland
1: <laughs> we'll I hope I we'll hope turn your shoes to the coldest place in the country. I was about like to far. say,
0: I hope you sold that one with socks because that place gets and yeah, cold They bought socks <laughs> thick ones,
1: yeah and, again, <laughs> and I mean, turnaround around time um, generally anywhere between two to four days um, it it's normally never later than that.
0: All right, fantastic. Dave Vels, uh, the barefoot runner, Uh, thanks for catching up with us today. We look forward to chatting again soon uh, here on Trail Talk SO. Thanks for the chat, Brad. Dave, that was awesome, bud. Perfect. Trail Talk SA, time to catch up with the folks from the Modern Athlete. A brand new year. There's also a brand new edition of the MAG out, the January edition, available right now. And it's, uh, as always, awesome to welcome onto the show Robin Hyde from Modern Athlete. Robin, welcome onto the show once again. All the best for 2014 for you and the rest of the team at Modern Athlete.
3: Yes, Brad, good morning. Thanks for that, and absolutely to you guys as well at uh, Trail Talk USA. Everything of the best for the year. certainly hope it's going to be uh, a really good one.
0: Yeah, I've got a, a funny feeling 2014 is going to be an awesome year. Robin, I was paging through through the mag just the other day, and uh, you've got an article in there that I think is awesome, because he's an amazing guy. He's a blimmin' good athlete as well, and you guys have got a really cool feature on on Tabang.
3: That's it, Brad. The lead, the lead trail story features Tabang Madiba. Uh, a chap with two years of multiple victories and podium finishes behind his name, he's now recognised as one of the top trail running talents in South Africa. So yeah, all the trail guys look out for Tabang Nadiba. Certainly a force to be reckoned with on the trail circuit. Brad.
0: Yeah, he's he's won he's won numerous races as you said, and I'm telling you now that's a name to watch. He's going to be around for a long, long time, and he's going to start challenging. I mean, uh, I know AJ Collis speaks very highly of him as well. So uh, I think he's going to start challenging for some some big titles. And I think 2014 might be his year as well. Robin, what else is happening in the mag from a trail running perspective this month?
3: Brad, as always, the regular feature, Great Trails of South Africa. That's brought to you by Kway. We feature the Hermanus Bird and Beach Trail that's down in the Western Cape. Uh, that article, Words and Picks, by Jacques Marie, of course, the author of the Trail Runners Guide. Um, And, of course, a competition attached to that brought to you by k so some nice prizes up for grabs. And then, uh, last but not least, Lauren um, covers the Spur Gauting Summer Trail Series. Uh, She features event number four, that was the Pillandaba Nature Reserve Trail that was held on the 1st of December. And as Lauren called it, the push of Pillandaba, so quite a nice read Uh, for the travel folk uh, there as well, Brad.
0: Oh, brilliant stuff. Uh, Robin, as always, awesome to catch up and we look forward to doing it again a month from now to find out what's in the FEB edition.
3: Yeah, Brad. And once again, just from all of us at Modern Athlete, just wishing all of our readers, your listeners, a very happy uh, and successful 2014. That as well to our valued advertisers and partners. And uh, let's make this year a safe one and let's be seen and let's be aware, Brad. Thank you. And
0: that's it for this episode of Trail Talk SA, episode 18. Uh, We'll be back again next week uh, here on the show. If there's any suggestions or comments or perhaps people you think we should speak to on the show, please do be in touch. Podcast at trailtalksa.coza. From myself, Brad Brown, thanks uh, a lot to all three of our guests this week. Graham, uh, Dave, as well as Robin Hyde. We'll chat next week here on Trail Talk SA. Cheers. (laughs)